Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the third hour of the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace, and it's 6.03 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's head down to Corpus Christi. Let's check in with our good friend, Captain Cliff Webb, see what he's up to. Cliff, good morning. How are you, man? Well, we drop him too, Jace. He says he's there. I'm not hearing him. Yeah, let's let's do a recall. See what uh, what's going on because I'm not hearing anything. Just you. Anyway, now I was watching some. I always keep it on the outdoor channels when I'm here in the studio, and I was watching a, some folks hunting uh, antelope with with bows. And man, all the scenery's beautiful and everything. And then you see all these wind turbines in the background. It's just crazy how those things have popped up all over our countryside like that. Just doesn't look right. I can't get used to that for whatever reason. It just just doesn't look right. But anyway, uh, I just uh, all right. Let's see what we can do with Cliff now. Cliff, good morning. You there? Good morning, Mickey. Good morning. Hey, there you are. What's up, man? All right, buddy. I don't know what happened there. It just went dead, man. Yeah, we're good. We got you back. What's right, going man. on what, down your way, man? Oh, it's good, man. It's good. It's uh, I love this time of year. You know, I've been doing the the casting blast where I I catch trout in the morning and shoot birds in the afternoon. So life is good. <laughs> it's real good, man. But I got a question. What that picture you sent me, Mickey, of that guy's hand? Tell me the yeah. story on that. I, I got to hear the story on what happened. That there. was a. a friend of uh lynn smith's and porta connor a guide down there and he had caught a skipjack and he took it off and for whatever reason he just reached over the side of the boat to uh turn it loose and a, a dolphin came up to eat it and got his hand too <laughs> i couldn't believe that picture that, that guy that boy you talk about shredded oh yeah it's okay. shredded he, Man, he went that... to the hospital and had it all cleaned yeah. out and everything you know I couldn't not believe how how bad that vibe was. I've never seen that before. Anyway, that was just think I had if to that would have been a, what, 
Yeah, if that would have been a shark, it bit his hand yes, off. Sir. Yeah, it took his hand off. Yeah, that's something. But anyway, Mickey, I just I had to find out about that. I wasn't going to call you. I said, well, I'll just wait till Saturday and talk to you. But man, it's it's great. Uh, I've been doing fishing and and dove hunting. I had a great week. Uh, I did the cast and blast. The surf finally finally went off. Our Laguna Madre. What's going on? In Laguna Madre is it happens every year. We kind of got that stained water. Our tides come up and the water got real hot and high, and so it's kind of a dingy color. And our bite's been kind of off for the guys I've been talking to this week in Laguna Madre. Still catching lots of bull reds. I mean, the bull reds are just thick migrating out. But the trout bite simply off a little bit because the stained water and, and the high water scattered them out. And, and the like of fishermen. I mean, most of these guys aren't fishing, so you're only getting a report from a handful of guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, our surf, you know, I, I got a, a text from one of your guys up there up north, uh, Shane, talking about your red tide. And I thought, oh, man, I better get on the beach to do a little fishing for that thing hits. And uh, I go out day for yesterday, and it was Katie barred the door in the surf. Oh, my God, I pull up this gut. And I, I fished two or three places before that and nothing. And I go a little farther south, and I pull up this gut, and there are menhaden, gizzard shad, uh, any kind of bait fish you'd want, uh, and, and just trout and sharks eating them like crazy. And uh, they would blow a top water out of the water and never touch it four or five of them come up and blow it out and turn over and blow right. it out again and never never get a hook in them <laughs> i put i put it was the weirdest thing and then i put the little john uh the watermelon red on and i caught four or five nice trout on it and then the skipjack started eating up on that bait and then i went to the double d and started cranking as fast as i could and those trout would just knock it out of your hand <laughs> it was so cool i'd get it about five feet from the rod tip and one would shoot out and just smoke it next to the rod tip so I caught eight big trout right there on that double D in the Man, first Man, that's awesome. And then three redfish. You know, I mean, good good reds. No bull reds. You know, those 24s, 25s. You're not yeah, those slots in the surf. That's Man, that's man. when those yeah. slots get in the surf, they're a lot of fun. And it's fun. And then and this guy, I'm watching this guy. He's, dry, he's watching me on the beach, you know. And, uh, he pulls up there, and he's, he's not a fisherman, you can just tell. He's got the ugly stick, you know, and the Walmart oh. special, you know. Oh, yeah. He put, he's, got, he's got this triple triple leader on you know with the the wire little red beads on it and on each one of those things and thank god i don't say <laughs> nothing you know i just you know i learned to keep my mouth shut because these guys catch fish you know and mickey's got three fish bites and he catches three saddle blanket flounder on those fish bites in the first gut in the middle of nowhere <laughs> dragging that that one ounce pyramid weight with three fish bites and dragging those flounder up on the beach i, I hooked two but i didn't get them in but the flounder making a run on the beach. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, don't say anything. Don't say anything because, you know, those guys will whip you bad. So, you know, I just learned to go, ah, that's really good, you know. So, anyway, he didn't catch any trial, but he sure smoked those flounder on those fish bites. I didn't realize those things worked that good. Triple drop leader. Triple drop leader. And those flounder are like two or three pounders, you know. That's but, amazing. Uh, and using those little is, fish bite deals. Uh-huh, Yeah. And I see a wow. lot of people catch Pompano on them, you know, in November. There's a lot of guys mm-hmm. here fishing Pompano with those things. <laughs> it is just amazing. But uh, this is this is the time of year I'm getting ready to get into October, which I just love. We're getting them in October. We start getting some great topwater action and stuff. But, you know, it's uh, it's hard to get the boat out, Mickey, when you don't have a trip and the surf's so good. Well, I can just get in the car in five minutes and I'm in the surf. And, you know, if they're not there, you can move around. If the boat deal is, you know, you got to unload it, load it, and, you know, it's just uh, – Right. This time of year, I don't I don't go scout around unless I unless I got a trip the day before or something. I just kind of leave mm-hmm. the boat on the trailer, and uh, I, I've never seen this many white wing, Mickey. So 
The other day I went with my wife. It was all morning dove. I shot my limit in 45 minutes of morning dove. Not one white wing I saw. Right. Yesterday, hundreds of white wings. I, I don't hardly see any morning dove. I mean, we shot our limit quick. It's just incredible how these waves of birds are coming in. And uh, I was hoping you would talk to Blaine and see if he's got all these, these white wing we've got. Man, I'm looking at a photo right now of some guys that uh, that are down there with him right now. Looks like two fathers and three sons. Right. And uh, well, no, there's a lady in there. That's uh, a man and a wife, and uh, two sons and a, another man. They fish with you, and they're hunting with him, and they just obliterated them yesterday afternoon. Man, them doves went crazy, and they're all morning doves. I'm zooming in on it. And I don't see one white wing in that whole. I mean. That big cleaning table he's got, it's about 12 feet long, and there you, it's solid doves on it. Yeah. I got a picture from Barry, my buddy down in the valley. He's, uh, they plant corn down there on that great deer ranch he's got in uh, sheep birds, and it is it was like Argentina. He invited me to go down there, but I had too much stuff going on. But it's sick how many birds we got. But let me tell you about why. Well, TP so, and W was right on their counts on the doves, yes, aren't they? Yes, sir. They are right. <laughs> and those white wings, you got to – yeah. And, they, they shoot down, they go to the city limit, and it's funny because last year they never came back. This year they decided to come back. And I'm shooting a 20-gauge, low-brass, you know, six shot. I'm shooting right. the cheap stuff, you know. I'm shooting the one-out shot, but I've tried it. And let me tell you what, the other day those white wings were flying about 80 miles an hour with that 30-mile-an-hour wind. That 20-gauge <laughs> wasn't doing it. <laughs> so for the first time in years, I broke out my 12-gauge, and it's a big difference. The 12-gauge, and with oh, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's a big difference in how many birds you kill. You know, when you go back to a 12, you've been shooting a 20 all the time, you go back to a 12, it's great. You know, it's amazing how many more birds you drop. It's a lead curtain of death. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, man. When there's lead in the air, there's always hope. And that's well, the way we're doing that's it. That's it. The more it's lead you can put up there, the better chance you've got. It, all it takes is it, one man. BB. Just yeah. one BB will knock a dove down. They're so tender. And... Yeah, and that's why I shoot that six shot in my 20 low, uh, low brass. That right. six shot, I pull out in front of them and try to get one BB in the head or neck, and there's no, no, there's no BBs in the breast. I breast my birds with the 20. I hardly ever get a shot in the breast. It's mostly head. And then mm -hmm. I cleaned my birds yesterday that I shot with a 12 guy. They go, oh, man, I better get the ice pick out and pull some stuff out of these holes here because they've got some, they've got some <laughs> holes in the breast. You know, it's not good, man. It's all good. But I've been – you know, I, I know you cook a lot of dove, Mickey. Uh and for years and years, I've been preparing dove. And finally this year, I've, I've listened to these guys that are just dove expert, and they, they put their dove in a big bowl of warm water when they get through and put a couple of tablespoons of salt in it, you know, uh -huh. and brine them and let it sit there 15 minutes and rinse all the salt off and let them sit in the salad dressing for a couple of days. I did that, and that was the most tender birds I've ever had. I've done the apricot jelly, the peach jelly, but something about that salt, that brine them with a little bit of salt, and then rinse that, them off. And put them that's in an old trick from way back, brining those dove breasts. And, uh, Man, was it good. I got to where I can uh, I break them open and I'll fillet the bone out of them where there's no breast bone. And then when I want to do my roll-ups with the jalapeno and cheese and all that and the bacon wrap, makes it so much easier. And then, then you, just, you just bite all the way through it. It's so tender. And it takes oh, some yeah. of that... Uh, a little bit of that wild taste out of that dove breast. You know how some people go, man, that kind of tastes wild. But, I mean, I, I like it. But uh, when you too. brine them and then you uh, marinate them for a couple of days in Italian dressing or whatever you like to soak them in, it makes a big difference. And they are tender. So well, that's, that's it. 
What do you I, call I them? Nature's that. nacho. Oh, that's what you call quail is nature's <laughs> quail nacho. Nature's nacho. <laughs> dove, dove is something. You, dove is a natural holiday. Opening day of dove season. Most people don't work in South Texas. It's hilarious. Oh, it is. It's you know, like opening day of deer season. It's just people yeah, go crazy uh, over it. it's first hunting. Yeah. You know, the first hunting you can do all year, and uh, people just go crazy over it. And then it comes teal season. Here we go. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's all. I hadn't talked to Mike if he how his teal season was. Have you? Did you talk to Mike? I hadn't Herring? talked to him. No, he he texted me, but he didn't bring up teals. I mean, you know, he's been hunting every day. Oh my Damn. god, he's, he's hunting you every know. single day. He's amazing. Him and them dogs, and hey, he loves it. He's ate up with it. <laughs> Let me knock his break out. I'll be right back. All right, all right, Hang on, all right, buddy. Mate. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents... morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show all right 619 here in the bayou city all right cliff we're back bud all right man we were cooking doves and then we kind of got over on that (laughs) nature's nacho deal and quail man i can't wait for that we got a ton of quail in our place this year everything must have happened just right because the cubbies are 15 birds never cubby it's nuts oh baby that's uh it's, it's good it's good you know a wild quail tastes so much better than a domestic i know it Oh There's my no god! Comparison. I try to, you know, I try to get all these. I try a bunch of different uh, domestic quail packages. You know, all these different farms and country. And some of them feed them mm-hmm. pellets. Some of them feed them grain. A couple of them feed them grain a little better. But once you have a wild quail, it's like, what am I thinking? It's like the flavor's unbelievable different. Yeah, you got to have you that know? grasshopper flavor in there, man. I don't know what it is, man, but it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, wild quail, they love grasshoppers. Uh huh. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. But. Uh, Plus you know, that trail oh, trail mix that Blaine puts out down there, that, that doesn't hurt either. <laughs> oh my God, eating corn and grain, oh, yeah, that's like our yeah. deer in our place. You know, they, they're fed roasted soybean. Fred fed, a, fed them oh, ten thousand pounds of roasted soybean with the protein, with the cotton seed, with the corn all year long. I look at those deer now; they can hardly walk away from the feeder. I said, "Man, this is sick." It's like crap. Uh, well, actually, uh, he's put probably. 10 to 20 pounds on our deer. Uh, it's nuts. Uh, it's just, they don't even look right. 
you know, but uh, when you have marble fat in the back strap, you know, you got some good meat. You know, that's oh, what we you got to have marbling in that meat, man. That's good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff, man. But, uh, that's the first thing I look at when I go to the meat counter to look at a ribeye or something to buy. I got to have some marbling, brother. That's too lean yeah. for me. I need some fat in there to make that steak <laughs> juicy and tender. Yeah, the cooks call that flavor. They don't call it fat. They call it flavor. That's what it is, too. It is, <laughs> buddy. That makes a big difference. And, you know, I was talking about brining that meat, Mickey, so – I got that when I shot that elk last year, you know, how lean and, and so much that, that elk meat is just so lean and stuff. Right. And by putting it brining a little bit, man, it made a difference in tenderness and stuff. So, it you know, does. everybody's been telling me they, they brine their chicken. I never did do that, you know. So now I'm with the dove. What a difference, man. So no, I'm, but I brine a turkey. If I'm going to do a turkey yeah. for Thanksgiving, I brine it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 24 hours. Really? Yeah. Big old crawfish pot. Mm-hmm. That's something I have not done yet is fried the turkeys. I'm, I'm too clumsy. I'll burn the house down. But, but my extra refrigerator that I have in the utility room, I have to pull all the shelves out of it so I can get that big old pot in there. That <laughs> make my wife too happy. But, hey, it is yeah. Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah. Got to say yeah, we just now, you know you're redneck when you, you just now unplug your freezer from all the deer. We finally ate all the deer, hogs, and birds out of the freezer. We're down to nothing, so it's. We usually try to get it done before hurricane season. I, I over I over harvested last year, so we just now ate the last pack of meat. And uh, you know we'll wrap it saran wrap, then freezer paper, so it stays all year long. And uh, ate the last pack of ground deer meat. Man, so it's coming up quick. I can't wait. Yeah, it's getting a little lean around my plate. I had a whole buck <laughs> made into hamburger meat, and yeah. uh, I don't know. I probably got about twelve or fifteen pounds left. It's getting low. I need to make a run. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a good year, though. But in all, in you know, you look at the the whole situation in our, our outdoors. This has been a great year. The the rain situation on our on our birds and our deer. Yes. You know, we've had a little bit. At least on our ranch, we've had the rain at the right time for the horns. You know, we've had some drought situations, and you guys are a lot drier than we are. We've been so lucky to have that. Two or three times, we got four or five inches of rain. The other day, we got an inch and a half. So. Even on our ranch, we had rain last weekend, so we've been, it's just spotty. You know, you have one area 100 miles is dry, then 100 miles farther south or north you go, you get a big bunch of green grass and stuff. It's just weird when you look at the aerial shots of, of Texas right now, how there's just a whole lot of dry, then there'll be a big bunch of green right in the middle of it. So, right. It, it, uh, yeah. And Blaine right above you down there, he had, what was it, last weekend when all their power was knocked out from like yeah. three or clear to Laredo from those storms that came through during the night. And uh, I think most of his ranches got three, three and a half inches, and one got about five, five and a half. Oh, my God. So perfect time. Oh, yeah. Perfect time. I'm thinking about him, too, and all those those people coming across. Did you know that we've already had uh, over oh, 10 man. million people come across? They say that they've already had the population of Houston come across the border, and there'll be another – Another ten billion that's come across. That's know of. That's not counting the gotaways, all the no, ones that are coming through everybody's ranches, man. They're not telling you everything. They're not telling no. you everything because it is amazing the amount of people. It's just can't even get into. You know, it's just crazy. You can't get into anything in the valley. I mean, even here in Corpus, there's so many people coming in that we don't even. You know, they can't. None of them can speak English. You see them on the beach stuff. You try to say hi to them, and nobody can speak English. They're all no sleeping. In yeah, it's, no, it's, it's bad. Crazy, I don't know what's going on there, buddy, but uh, 
I think about him down there on those ranches in deer season, all those people coming across when you're trying to deer hunt. That's got to be aggravating. You know? I've had so many hunts ruined, you know, by people walking through. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. I mean, once they get that scent all through there, and yeah. uh, you can hang that blind up for a couple of days, go hunt somewhere else. Yeah. That's nuts. I kind of, you know, we've had, them, we've had them come down our pipelines with these trucks that had these giant buffers on them. And right. they knock the fences down. They knock all the sure, fences down. Sure, they just drive right line. through them, man. Right let everybody's and they, and they let out, everything. Yeah. It's crazy. And uh, we saw, we see these drones fly down them. And when the drone comes, it'll be about, you know, an hour later, here comes the trucks and all the other coyotes with all the people. But it's pretty nuts what's going on down here, it's Mickey. It's a sophisticated deal. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, we're not talking about, we're talking about drugs and human trafficking mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh-huh. I was watching down the news. Yeah, they and they're going to give them an eighteen month pass where they can just uh, go ahead and stay here eighteen months or something. I guess the, about time to they get them. They can get them voted by then. They can get them. They can get a vote by then. So well, it's pretty it's interesting just, politics. I think it's a whole lot of politics. Don't this you? is really? all on purpose. It's all by design, man. All by design. Anyway, I'll get off that subject. But it sure kind of messed up my deer hunt this year. I hope it doesn't mess up Blaine well, down there too bad. But it's not going to get any better. I can tell you that. It's uh, only going to get worse. Well, I think, you know, I like how videos don't lie. You know, I know that they take them to New York and California. I think that was a great idea. Well, yeah, but they're all crying in New York. They ought to, they ought to be Texas. I mean, we're taking the blunt of this. Our state is. I know know it is. It's hurting things. I'll see how that all works out. But man, I never thought I'd see that Mickey. How would you like to be an old retired couple living down on your ranch? You've had, in the family all your life and then have to worry with that with all these people coming through night and day and you don't know yeah. what kind of people they are i mean it's got to yeah. be scary for old people you know retire anybody whether you're yeah. old or young it's, yeah, uh, it's pretty crazy out there it's, uh, it's uh, the new america that's <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy but I just hope they don't all start hunting. There's not going to be any game left. <laughs> there won't be. Hey, if, if they all if if they all start hunting our quail and deer and everything, it, we're we'll trouble, clean it out coming across. I'm telling you, man. Oh man, that's all right, man. It's all good. But uh, looking forward to getting some cooler weather. All we need is a couple of fronts to drop this water temperature two or three degrees, and these I'm fish will just you. go off. I just well, got, we, we, just got we had a pretty good space. drop, but this week, man, it's all our water temperatures had come up about three degrees. Yeah, it, did. it did, it did. Same down it there. Did. Same here, man. We got tons of fish, but not many people fishing right now. But the exciting thing with that surf turn on, because we've had terrible surf fishing compared to last year in the surf. I don't know what's going on. But, uh, of course, they're catching the bull reds off the rocks and off the piers and stuff. And now, finally, we got trout showing up in the surf. That's right. Those, those trout and the surfer, they're so much fun. They fight so hard. They and my buddy called strong. a 20 inch snook, too. He caught some snook, and I've seen some pictures of people catching a few snook finally. Good. You know, so that's all good. But <clears throat> we're looking forward to looking forward to getting down in, in bath and getting some top water going on. I got uh, Mike Herring coming in October with, the, I think, the buyer there at Tackletown or the owner of Tackletown. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that trip because I get to fish with Mike like once a year if I get to see him and get to hear all the great hunting stories. And, you know how it is when you spend the day with Mike, just listen to what he did since the last time you hunted and fished with him. is pretty incredible. I'll get on that the guy. phone with him, and a five-minute conversation turns into an hour. Yeah, I, just, I mean, you know. he's yeah. uh, he's fun to talk to. 
And he a does a lot of stuff. stuff. I mean, he, he does. does a lot. He's all over the place, man. He does a lot man. of stuff. He is all over hunting and fishing. He is the outdoorsman, man. It's crazy. But. Boy, and he's taken anyway, good care of to, us for a long time, hasn't he? He has, man. He has. And he's talking about, I don't think he's with 13 reels anymore. He's talking about, uh, I think he's off the 13 reels, the way I understand. Right. Yeah. So, we'll see. I hate to hear that. <laughs> I do, too. I sure do love him, man. But that's the way it is, man, when... Yeah. Other companies buy out companies. It changes everything, yeah. you know. Uh huh. It does. It does. It does. That's what happens. That's the way it works. But we're we'll, we'll uh, try to do a little more bird hunting this week. I'm my my buddy Greg going with me again this week. He uh, it's so funny. We're sitting at that water hole yesterday, and I was getting hot trying to chase those birds. So I come on back and set in the tailgate of the truck, put the tailgate down in the wind, and he's finishing up, you know, over there. And I'm shooting birds off the tailgate. I said, Why did I go over by that hot pond? I could sit here on the tailgate. That's why he's playing out of it. Everybody, all the young guys be out there running around like a chicken with their head cut off. That's, you know. Hunting and chasing birds. Blaine and I will sit on the tailgate with a couple of cold beers (laughs) and uh, put some mojos out. And it's like decoying ducks in. They just fly right in and we drop them right right in the mojos. And then we get our limit. We go out there and pick them up and go to the house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm still one of those guys to shoot them and run over there and pick them up, you know. Tailgate oh, hunting. That's just not for football. Hey, we yeah, tailgate it, for both too, brother. Yeah, that's good stuff. I could not believe how they didn't flare from that. That part that truck kind of in the brush a little bit, and they didn't flare at all. I'm just no. This is nuts. I'm sitting They're there shooting birds off it, the man. tailgate. They're looking at that there. mojo with them wings flapping instead of you. I never hunt mojos. I don't hunt none of that stuff. I guess I should. Hey, you, know? you need to try it. It's it's hilarious. It's 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 like hunting. Uh, well, it's like spotlighting deer at nighttime. <laughs> I've never done a mojo, but man, I throw out a decoy, a come right in, yeah. baby. <laughs> I know it, man. It That's is. It's stuff. fun. Get you about four or five of those mojos going, and uh, hey, there's just like magnets. I'm gonna make me some mojo trout, Bubba. I'm gonna give me some big old mojo. Yeah, I need trout some trout there. decoys for, for big girls only. <laughs> My buddy made some. Hey, my buddy did something really cool. He took some a flounder and he took a metal plate and made a uh, a flounder out of it and he put them on the bottom of guy's gig it. It's the funniest thing. It's a big old metal black flounder with two beady eyes <laughs> and he lays it with those guys gig and he sits behind you dink when he sticks that gig in that metal in that big old metal flounder and he goes there and picks it up and everybody laughs. But wonder how many scars America. are on that on the on that flounder? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the, everybody goes down this one little bar, you know, and he goes out there. He's so funny. He puts that flounder down. He'll sit back and watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Here. Dink. <laughs> no, get that big old metal flounder. <laughs> I love that. That guy's so funny. Mac is so funny. He's got his, he's got this metal flounder. He puts it out every year, and he sees how many takes he can get, you know, his metal flounder. But put them oh, green like eyes on it where they light up. Yeah. And the light uh, hits them. There you good go. Stuff, good stuff. I had a guy gig a gig a flounder on his stringer one day. We're, we're waiting, and one hand his stringer swam out in front of me, re-gigged it, and he pulled it. Well, this 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 flounder got a stringer on. I said, "Yeah, it's yours." <laughs> it's yours. It's yours. <laughs> oh, I love it. I That's love funny, it. man. Well, yeah. things things will get better. I was just man. It's first day of fall, and it sure don't feel like it. It's a lot hotter this year than we we've seen temperature wise, and it's uh, yes. it does make a difference, you know. But a lot of it, a lot of the game keys in on time of the light, the light time. You know, the, the days are getting shorter, yeah. And the fish go more photosynthesis. They go more by that pattern than they do the heat. 
And so the motion, the fall motion is in motion. This gets going. I mean, the pattern's moving. So well, the fish the don't do what the they do normally anyway. It's, it, it's, it's the fishermen that want the fall. We want the comfort. That's it. That's it. And we got the big rafts of bait now moving down. And, you know, it's just, oh, really? and there's so much bait. Just so much bait in Laguna Monitor moving. And you really got to pay attention. Look at your bait to figure out your fish because there's so much lethargic bait just moving. There's nothing under them. Then you'll find these big turns in the, in the lines of bait, big swirls and big turns around rocks and stuff. That's where your mm. fish are. Those baits are not coming over that structure because the fish are there, the predators there. So it's all about, get, you know, this time of day, I, this time of year, I love those slick days where you can get out there and you can locate what's going on. And then if it's winning the next two or three days, you've already located where the fish are. Right. And so it's, it's, a, it's I'm hoping we'll have some of those fronts come in and, and like James says, get that calm behind the front because that sure makes it good offshore and inshore fishing. But if you get them and it, and it turns turns right around southeast or east again, it doesn't happen. But if it'll blow north for a couple of days and lay down, man, we get some good fishing. Making. It'll make the flounder run, everything else. Well, looking forward to that. I'm patiently waiting. <laughs> I hope you guys come down this year, man. Yeah, I got to get with John on that. I got some stuff pending going on at that time you know some hunts that i've uh, mm-hmm. committed to but i'm trying to get out of them get somebody to take my place on them duck hunts okay. so yeah. well, come on come on down here and do a little trot fish i don't know if right, i ever get, down to down get blown up yeah something man come on down man but that's cool all those fish you caught with a double d like that cranking it wide open oh my god it was that, just Turn the rod to 45 hands. and just crank it straight. <laughs> and they don't want it paused. It was so weird. A lot of times in a good amount, I'll pause it. And when it floats to the top, they just smoke it. In the surf, they want a straight retrieve, cock your rod at 45 degrees and crank it and let it wobble, and they'll just pull it out of your hand. And the, yeah, because everything in the surf's moving, moving fast uh-huh. anyway. You know, mm-hmm. that's, it's tough to be a fish trying to swim in a big fish pond out there. I know. <laughs> I went to that little bitty Maradine, the little bitty one, the heavy dine, the small right. one. That Mike sent me, and uh, when they move out deep, you can throw it out in that deep bar, let it go to the bottom, and bump it on the bottom. Those big trout will smoke that thing on the bottom. The bad thing is they suck it down so far, it's hard to get it out. That little bait, yeah. so you got to set the hook quick on it, you know. Right. But uh, it's uh, it's amazing how those shad imitation baits are really going off more than the mullet baits in the surf right now. Yeah, that's it's it's hard to beat. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. these fish live on a shad diet most of the year anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, they do. All right, Cliff. Well, hey, bud, it was always good talking to you. If somebody wants to call you about coming down and uh, fishing with you, give them, some, give them a number, man. All right, Mickey. I'm an area code 361-949-0707. Hey, thanks for having me on, Mickey. Hey, always a pleasure, buddy. Take care, man. All right, man. Bye-bye. All right. All right, that's C- Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus Christi. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Saw her when she was... Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. All right, it's 641 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Livingston, Penwall Campground and Marina, and check in with Mr. Harry Detant this morning. Harry, good morning. How are you, man? Hey, Mickey. How are y'all this morning? Well, you know, it couldn't be better. It's all good. It's it's supposed to be fall this morning. Good. Don't feel like it, but it's first day of it. You know, uh, you know, it's six forty-one here in Livingston, Texas, Mickey, and it's still dark. <laughs> I know. It, Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's dark. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazed me. I didn't even really notice it until I think yesterday or day before yesterday. You know, but. But uh, then I started noticing it or thought or, or recognized it, I guess you know. But it's it's pretty uh it's pretty pretty pitch black right here this morning, you know. So, but anyway, looks like we got another pretty day on the lake. There ain't a breath away in that under the lake, just flat as a piece of glass, you know. What's left of the lake, but it's still there, and all. But uh, uh, we got a uh, a somewhat cooler week this week you know we you know the we dropped down out of the hundreds and and right uh it hadn't it hadn't been as hot you know the lake right now mickey we're we're so close to 14 uh four foot low i mean it's it's not even funny but we're right at four foot low you know, yeah that's what richard was telling me earlier when i was talking to him up on conroe yeah it's uh it's, but you know that's it's low uh, that's low it sure is but uh you know, it's another. It's a good time to. If you want to, it's a good time to look at the lake. You can see another world. It's not the big old lake you think it is. I mean, uh, it. There's a lot of lot of things to see. You know, you know. And I tell everybody, Mickey. You know, if you keep your if you keep the boat in your in the channels, you're fine. And yeah. you come out of the channel, and just take your take it a little easy. You know, but shut it down and idle in. Idle in sure does. You know, we're still putting boats out here at Pinwa. Uh Our ramps are still running, and and all. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get some water in the lake. We won't even have to worry about that. You know, what I mean. Uh, but you know, traffic around the lake uh, is really pretty slow. Ironically, Mickey, them whites are going like crazy. Yeah, they're catching some nice. It's been a good bass. year on the whites, man. It's been an awesome year, but uh, you know. Uh, Whites, whites are running good. You know, they right now they're in a smaller lake than what they were in a month ago. But, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, but they're you know, the white bass are doing good. They're they're catching some nice fish. So, you know, the traffic is uh, super low here on Livingston. I mean, ever since uh, uh, school started, I mean, uh, and the lake started dropping. I mean, it, and the weather got hot. I mean, it it it's really slow. But you know, uh, you know, it'll uh, 
what goes around comes around, you know, it'll, it'll all correct itself here one of these days. I hope that we get Hopefully. Rain. You know, yeah. I, I was sitting here looking at the gauging stations going up and down the river, and here's the last coming out of Dallas. Don't misunderstand me, not a lot, but there's yeah. more water in the river coming out of Dallas today than what there was a week or two ago. And, wow. uh, that's, and that's not for a lot better. of water. But it's evidently Dallas has been maybe getting a little bit of rain or something up yonder. But the gauging stations have picked up. You know, they're releasing about, I think, 1,450 cubic feet a second out of the dam. And, uh, you know, that's coming out of Livingston. That's just a, that's a trickle. That's not much, you know. But uh, anyway, they, I guess they have to release so much. I mean, after all, you know, this lake is a what the water supply for for Houston and four other counties around us, you know. So right. They're just going to keep on releasing. You know, a lot of people think it's they're releasing because of this uh, generation plant that we've got down here, but that, that dog don't hunt. I mean, all that plant gets is what the river will produce. Whatever whatever goes out, that's all it gets. So, uh, anyway, that's kind of the way that goes. But, but uh, you know, uh, you know, we got a little bit of rain here uh, in the last uh, ten days, uh, and I guarantee you, it's amazing how much, or how far a little bit of rain can go as far as greening the grass up. I mean, sure. We had brown grass, now we got green grass, and all. Uh, you know, still got a lot of brown spots in it, but it it sure picked the grass up just a little bit. We got a little bit of a shower here in, in this area. Last night, uh, uh, my brother called me. He's right in Livingston, and uh, I think he said he got like a half inch of rain there in Livingston. Uh, here on the lake, right here at Finwalk, I didn't get a drop. They just went right over top of me. I didn't get nothing. That's amazing how that body of water can deter that rain like that, shear it apart, or make it, you know, go one way or the other around the lake, just like it does, you know, at my house on Trinity Bay. It does the same thing, man. I, I stood out on the porch, and there's a big old cloud. And my brother, he's exactly seven miles from me. I looked uh, looked back to into the east, and there's a great big, huge, humongous cloud right yonder. And uh, uh, went back in the house, come back out about I don't know, say ten minutes later, that whole cloud was gone. <laughs> you know, I it already left. You know, it, it's amazing. It, it is. But uh, all things are uh, for this time of the year. Uh, you know, you could say it's normal, but it's really not normal. It's probably it's probably a little slower than what it what it should be. But you know, with the conditions that we have, you know, it's it's not normal. But I, mean, I tell you what, Mickey, there's one good thing about it. You you can look around these banks, and, and there's grass growing foot and a half tall. So you know, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the, the party's over as far as the lakes going. You know. You know, this season, they might as well just, just leave it low and then let it fill up, you know, about in January and cover all, let that grass get taller than me and, and uh, 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 put the water back in and give them fish someplace to spawn in. I mean, there's, we've, got, we've got some really good stuff growing right now. And, makes uh, for good cover. It, it really it will, especially with the crappie spawn this spring and everything. That'll sure help a lot, buddy. You know, that year that they lowered the lake, uh, 
I think it was what Rita or Ike, I guess it was Ike that like to wreck the dam down yonder. And, uh, you know, they dropped the lake four foot. And I guarantee you, Kickapoo Creek, it looked like a, it like looked like an ocean of sea beans and stuff in there. And I mean, they, it was growing up everywhere, all the banks. There was people right. down going around underneath their boat docks and everything else, you know what I mean? But it, it grew up, and then the water came back up that spring, and I, those fish got a heck of a spawn. I mean, and that, that was the best restocking that we've gotten in a long time. In fact, we hadn't gotten a restocking, but that was the best, that was the best stocking we've had. I mean, because for about four years after that, we had some awesome fishing up yeah. there on this place. But, uh, but anyway, I like what Conroe did, you know, after that 2010-2011 drought period when, uh-huh. when the lake filled back up it it made a big difference sure helped. it made a lot of difference i mean you know just you know you know just a little bit goes a long way sometimes you know yeah it does a little bit of the right thing but uh but you know there's a oh you know and and also mickey i don't know if anybody's listening out yonder uh i've seen some uh uh and I, i've had other people tell me that people are uh, dri- like driving rebar and putting plastic over on these stumps here in the lake, you know. That's the worst thing you can do. I mean, after a while, that rebar, it rusts out, bends over or whatever, and, and the lake's nearly four foot low, so you really need to put like a like a seven foot, eight foot joint, you know, to get it up above water level. And they rust out, and then the and then you got a, a lot of times you got about a four inch spike sticking up out of the top of that stump for somebody's boat to run over and it would stick. Yeah, and put a hole down. right through the boat. What's it? What, what are they doing that for? Just to mark them or what? Marking the stumps. I have people come in here and they're going to mark stumps on their GPS and and. Why don't I, they just use PVC? But something you know, Mickey. I mean, it's. But or a cane pole, you know, some kind of cane or something. Cane, yeah, yeah, cane or float for a long time, you know. I mean, it just it's just no good, you know. And uh, I had one guy come in here and he said, "Well, I'm going to mark some stumps on Livingston." I said, "You know, your screen ain't big enough to hold all the stumps on Livingston." No. I mean, this lake right here, Mickey. If you run the channels wherever you're going, there's channels all over this lake. You keep her in the channel. You know, keep it in 25 foot of, a foot of water, 30 foot, whatever, right down the channel. There's nothing in the channels. When you go out of the channels, just, just, if you don't know where you're at, just proceed with caution. If you look at this lake right now, you'll get some kind of a mental picture in your head, and you won't forget it. I mean, you'll say, my God, I've been running right. in all the wrong places, you know. But, but uh, uh, yeah, just keep it in the channel, and, and you can just let her roll right down through there and uh, but you come out of that channel to go someplace uh, uh, do it like that or if you're just if you just uh, you know if you take that GPS and if you start there at your uh, uh, wherever your starting point is if you set a track or a trail to a location it'll, it'll go through there every time I mean providing you know we just don't go bone dry and something's sticking up but but uh uh, you just stay on that tractor trail and turn around and, and follow it back. You can you can go to a lot of lot of lot of locations like that safely. And 
sure don't need we don't need that rebar sticking out of out of these stumps here on the, on the lake. I mean, no, that's not that's, good. That's not that's not good. I mean, it, I guess it might sound good, but it ain't good. You know, after all that rebar, it rusts out. We used to have a bunch of that right down the middle of this here at Benoit, and a long time ago, and and I mean, the water would get down and boat would hit them, and it just cut the bottom out of it and everything else. And uh, we caught the lake down, and, and uh, we we cut all those stumps out of here. I mean, well, we had to. I was more interested in getting boats in and out here than I was anything else, you know. I mean, but uh, we just we just cleared cleared it all, and uh, uh, so it, it worked really pretty good, I mean. So, but uh, it, uh, it, <laughs> it's, it gets a little dangerous when you, man, can you imagine, can you imagine one of them rebars rusting off, and you got a thing hanging out yonder, sticking up yonder, and you get one of these kids on the tube, and he falls off, and next thing you got a piece of rebar. Oh, no, that man, I, that's uh, that's, that's not, not good at all. That's not not good to mention at all. the uh, bottom of a boat or anything else. Crazy. Uh huh. I mean, it's it's keep not it a, out of there. Not a good good thing. But now you uh, got brought up a good point on this stuff. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh. Yeah, it's uh, it's really pretty important, you know. And I mean, uh, yeah, it is. Know, but I tell you what, you know, uh, I had a, you know, when we cut those stumps out of out of Benoit there a lot of years ago, we was out there cutting down, you know, and it's not as easy as you think. No. And all, but I had a guy come through here, and he said, uh, he said, I'll I'll cut those stumps for I think three dollars a stump. I said, boy, get after it, you know. Yeah, hey, get them all. <laughs> Three dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a lot of years ago, too. But, but you know, he, he got two of them. He come up here and he said, I just don't think I can do it, you know. <laughs> but what happens, it takes two to do it, and it's still a problem. you got to get in, like, in a flat-bottom boat. Then you got to figure out how to lay down on your belly to hold a chainsaw down yonder. And then the... The second guy in that flat bottom boat needs two poles to to work like spuds on the back end because you hook into it with the chainsaw and turn that chainsaw, it's going to turn that flat bottom around like an egg beater in the water, you know. Yeah, it will. It's gonna, it'll just take you around and around, but you can get a couple of poles and somebody in the back and, and have him hold it steady. You can, And those stumps, let me tell you, they're not soft. They are water hardened. No, those they, those watered stumps. That's that's. They are, they're pretty pretty hard. But, uh, but no anyway, doubt. All right, Harry, I got to roll, buddy. I'm out of time. Right. If somebody wants to call you about coming up to Penwa or pick your brain, how they get a hold of you, buddy. Just call it here, uh, Penwa. Our number is nine three six nine six seven four seven five two. Y'all, ha- everybody, have a good day. We're going to do it. You do the same, Harry. Good talking to you. See, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. We'll, we'll be we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 